everybody. Welcome to the Good Evening Kitties podcast. This is Melissa, your ghostess with the mostest. And today's episode is 2002's Tales from the Crypt Presents Ritual. This is the last in the collection of Tales from the Crypt type movies, um, including 1972's Tales from the Crypt, 1973's Vault of Horror, 1995 Tales from the Crypt Presents Demon Knight, and 1996, Tales from the Crypt presents Bordello of Blood. But this one is Ritual from 2002. According to Wikipedia, it is an American horror comedy film. And like I said, it's the final film for Tales from the Crypt. But it's also kind of collected into a three. So like you have, you know, 1972 and 73. And then that's kind of a thing. I like to keep them all five together, kind of. I mean, it doesn't really matter, I guess. It's part of a three. So like of a, of a trio. So you have Demon Knight, Bordello of Blood, and Ritual. That's the collection of like the newer ones from the 90s to 2002. So this film was released in select countries in 2002, released to the Philippines in 2003, and then released direct to DVD in the United States not till 2006. It says, according to Wikipedia, it is based on the film I Walked with a Zombie. It definitely felt very Tales from the Crypt, this movie did to me. I'm not saying it's good because it's not. It's, uh, it's, I mean, it's watchable, but it's not like, it's definitely the weakest one of all the movies and especially the, the trio. It definitely feels Tales from the Crypt because there's multiple episodes of Tales from the Crypt from the TV series that had voodoo type episodes and things like that. And it's got that same kind of feeling to it. So that's nice. So this movie was directed by Avi Nesher, screenplay by Rob Cohen and Avi Nesher, story by Inez Wallace, produced by Richard Donner, David Giller, Walter Hill, Ted Hartley, um, cinematography by David A. Armstrong and Douglas Milsom, produced by Dimension Films and Silver Pictures, distributed by RKO Pictures. It runs 99 minutes or 106 minutes on DVD and Blu-ray. This is the only Tales from the Crypt movie I don't own. I bought this one on streaming because I was like, you know, I couldn't find it on YouTube or anything like that. So I bought it for a couple bucks or whatever. I own the other four. I really didn't see the point of owning this one. And I still kind of don't. I mean, maybe down the road I might pick it up or something if I find it cheap. So yeah, let's get into Ritual. I'm going to go ahead here and play the trailer for the movie. This child is not going to make it. You don't want me to repeat my speech on the use of non-FDA approved drugs and disastrous career consequences. It's a chance I'll have to take. I realize that I can't practice medicine for the next two years, but there is a medical referral service. They're offering an overseas position. The patient lives in Jamaica. This is Wesley's new doctor. Welcome to Wonderland, Alice. Why would my brother drag you all the way out here? You see, what I have, there is nothing that you can do anything about. What is it that you think you have? You wouldn't understand. My brother, he thinks someone is messing with his mind. It's a sickness of the soul. It's voodoo, Jamaican version. But don't worry, it only works if you believe it does. When we were kids, we used to go to these ceremonies up in the hills, do you remember? I started to go back. I wasn't in control anymore. Why don't you stop going? Oh, because I can't. Oh, I could be dead tomorrow. You could be dead tonight. You only take away the humanity of the man, the soul. You sound like you're in love with him. It's like disco. Your head goes to a different place. You're sexy and fun, really, really loose. Just run. They are more powerful than anything you want. Your doctor is dead set on getting you better. Well, there are all kinds of ways of getting better. In the darkest corner of the unknown. You never told me that a woman's spell slashed a ribbon. You think that I killed those people? The truth is everything you feel. 
Jennifer Grey, Craig Schiffer, Daniel LaPayne, and Tim Curry. So one thing I like, or one thing that made me laugh in the trailer was, because it's a voodoo movie, and they're like, it's Jamaican voodoo. And at first I was like, because I watched the trailer first before watching the movie, and I was like, Jamaican voodoo? And I was like, I think voodoo is normally considered like Haitian or something. The thing with this movie and like with other types of these movies, it's always like voodoo is bad. And they really lean on it a lot in this movie. So I looked up the Jamaican form of voodoo. I was like, is that really a thing? And it is. It's called Obeya. According to Wikipedia, it's Obeya is a system of spiritual healing and justice-making practices developed among West African slaves in the West Indies. It is a Jamaican spiritual folk practice to ward off evil or bring harm to someone else. So they do use that in that sense in this movie, but it's mostly just to bring harm to someone else. So I was like, okay, are they just going to keep calling it voodoo? And no, I watched the movie and they do call it Obeo, which was, I was like, okay, well, at least they do mention that because there's other names for it. I mean, you got like Santeria, which I think is Cuba. And yeah, so they do mention it. So I was like, okay, so at least they did that. Yeah, so let's see. Let's talk about this cast real quick. This cast is Jennifer Grey. You'll know her from Dirty Dancing. She was baby. She's probably the best part in the movie for me. I mean, I think she's adorable anyway. I mean, she looks great in this. She's like 41 in this. She looks great. She is probably the more competent actor of the rest of them. There's a couple others that weren't too bad, but I mean, they did the best they could with the dialogue. Some of the, the dialogue wasn't completely terrible, but like the way it was delivered on some of it just really fell through. So Jennifer Grey is playing Dr. Alice Dogson. And then you have Craig Sheffer. He uh, was in like a river runs through it, One Tree Hill and stuff. And he's Paul Claiborne. He's the one who I feel like didn't want to be here. I don't know if this is like a situation of Dennis Miller from Bordello of Blood, but it seemed like, I mean, I know he's supposed to, in the movie, he's supposed to play kind of a jerk, but it doesn't seem like he really wants to be here. I don't know. I mean, he was fine, but they, there really wasn't much for his role, but he's like the guy who owns the house or whatever in Jamaica here, the, the compound. And then you have Daniel LaPayne, who plays his brother Wesley, Kristen Wilson, who is Carol Lamb, who was in the Dr. Doolittle movies, who I really liked, Kristen Wilson as Carol Lamb. She was good in this too. She was probably another stronger person in this. And I enjoyed the relationship, like the friendship or whatever of her and Jennifer Grey's character, which I'll get into in a bit. Uh, Tim Curry is also in this as Matthew Hope and uh, just a bunch of other people, you know, different characters and things like that. So in the production for this, this movie was, a uh, third movie was planned on the release of Bordello of Blood. But then Bordello of Blood didn't do so well. So when Ritual came out, the references to Tales from the Crypt and the Crypt Keeper intro and credits were removed until the DVD came out. So that's why, like, when you stream it, it's not there. Because they were just like, we're not going to put our name on that. Which is like, it's still considered it now, Tales from the Crypt presents, but okay. But yeah, so I, I bought this to stream for like 48 hours. Now, the thing with this one is usually most of the newer ones, there's like a Tales from the Crypt, Crypt Keeper intro, right? So there's an intro for this one, which I had heard about or at least like seen pictures of. And it's the Crypt Keeper. Like it's not his, it's like one of the animatronics of him and his puppet that it's not like super movable. And he's got dreadlocks. And I'm like, of course he does. And he's doing like this Jamaican accent. And it's his intro into the movie. Now, in the streaming service, when you get it from there, it's not included in that. So that wasn't there. So it wasn't until later when I was, like, going through, like, the trailers and stuff like that that I came across it. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, I'd forgotten that there was an intro. So I, I'm going to play it for you now. Here's the This is the intro that they put for the movie. 
It's basically just the Crypt Keeper making a lot of puns about his deadlocks and, and just a lot of women in their bikinis and him making jokes about that. And it kind of makes sense because this movie, Ritual, is definitely like, it's pretty horned up. It's a pretty thirsty type movie. Like there's some scenes where I was like, Are, is everyone in here just going to start hooking up? Like what is happening? Like it was just, I don't know if it's the heat because I'll get into that too. They definitely make you, they're like, it's hot here, you know, in this movie. Anyway, so here is the intro with the Crypt Keeper for Ritual. Oh! What up, my people? Welcome to Jamaica, man. This is your old bosom bloody, the Crypt Keeper. Nice hair. Ain't that cool? And me they call these deadlocks. <laughs> Whoa! One of the things I love about Jamaica is the eye-popping honeys. Of course, I'd prefer them with a little less meat on their bones. Or better yet, just bones. <laughs> Thanks. But that's not what I be meaning when I say I want a little head. <laughs> anyway, man, I just wrapped my new movie here in Jamaica where they dance, smoke grass, and all the nice girls be in the voodoo trance. With a place to work, you've got mangoes, papayas, tourists, and they're also delicious. <laughs> so enough of the jabbering. Our movie awaits. So sit back and relax, kiddies. And don't worry, be happy. The beast is yet to come. <laughs> See what I'm saying? So, yeah, so that's the intro. So one of the pluses in this movie that I did like is some of the effects. Now, there are some later with some spiders that look terrible that are like a computer-generated thing that don't look good and a couple other things, but there are some really good special effects on, on some of the parts. So with these rituals in this Obeya, the stuff that's getting put on these certain people from it they see things that affects them and can kill them, but no one else can really see it, which I kind of, I liked. I liked that you could see someone freaking out and be like, what? And like to them, something really bad is happening, but you can't see it. And I thought that was kind of interesting. So it starts out, there's like a little like opening scene. There's this doctor, Dr. Peter Winsford. He's working in this lab in Jamaica. And I guess this is like more in the past a little bit. It's like this big house and there's this smaller little like side house and there's like this lab. It's pretty big. It's all surrounded by jungle and stuff. So he's working there one night. This lady comes in who I think is Violet and she comes in and I think they've been having like some sort of affair or something like that. She was pregnant or is pregnant and she wants some sort of paternity test and she immediately like starts taking her clothes off and stuff and he's like no we can't and then he says something about getting the paternity test and she's like cool and then she leaves. And then a bunch of bad stuff starts happening to him. So the room in the, he's in this lab and this room starts getting like super, super hot and everything starts melting, including himself. And it was a kind of a neat scene. It was gross. Like I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. So then he ends up dying from like melting, everything getting so hot. But then when they find him the next day, he looks fine. It just looks like he had a heart attack and everything else looks fine. So it was all like in his head that he was getting hot and melting and things. And I was like, okay, that's kind of fun. So that's like the opening scene. So then it cuts to present day or whatever. So you're with Jennifer Grey's character, Dr. Alice Dogson. I'll just call her Alice for now. 
she is a doctor, just like medical. She's working at this hospital. There's this little girl there who's, I don't know, like 10, but she's dying, I guess. And she's like, please help me. Alice is like, I know of this experimental medication or something I can give you. But then like her boss is like, don't give it to her. And she disobeys him and she gives it to the girl and the girl dies. Now the girl was pretty much on her, like she was pretty bad. It wasn't probably going to help whatever this medication was, but she was desperate and she did it anyway. So the girl died and instead of her being fired or anything like that, she's just like suspended for two years or something. I thought that, I mean, the guy was pretty lenient on her, even though she, he literally told her like, don't do it. And she was like, mm, and then she did it anyways. So she's like in her house and or whatever, and she doesn't know what to do with her life now for the next two years. I don't think she had to pay any fees or go to court or I don't, I mean, they're really, I mean, I don't think there was much that could have really been done. It was, it was seemed, it really was really rushed. So she doesn't have a lot of options. So she ends up taking this job in Jamaica. And there's this guy, Wesley Claiborne, played by Daniel LePayne, and Wesley has been really sick. They're thinking encephalitis. So Alice is like, cool. So she gets on a plane, she goes out to Jamaica, and it's hot. Everyone is in linens, which is appropriate. But her especially, like a couple of her people, like they literally just like sprayed them down with water. Guys, it's hot. It's really hot here in Jamaica. But then every once in a while you meet someone who will have like three layers on and they look fine. But there is also this guard guy or something. And at some points he's sweating so bad that I'm like, I think I think he's going to have a heart attack himself. Yeah, so it's really warm. Alice lands in Jamaica. This guy picks her up. I believe it was Gabriel Cassius playing JB. I think that's who that is. And he is immediately flirting with her, not thinking she's a doctor or the doctor he's supposed to pick up. And she's like, no, that's me. And he's like, oh, but they're still kind of flirty. And like, he ends up being pretty cool and helping them out with a bunch of things and stuff. So she gets picked up by him and he's going through the town or whatever and explaining things. He takes her over to the place she's supposed to be staying at, the big old compound thing. And she meets Wesley and he's suffering. And she meets Caro, who's played by Kristen Wilson, who's this other like local girl that lives there. And she's super flirty real quick. Um, I think she's just like really friendly and just laid back <laughs> with herself. But she's super flirty of like smacking Alice's butt. Alice goes up to her like she has this big tree house looking thing she lives in or like this open air house. And it's kind of cool. Like it's this open air thing. But she answers the door naked one day when she goes to visit her and she's like, hey, and just acts like it's nothing. And, and Alice takes it pretty well. At first she was like, what? And then she's like, okay. So it's just like all this stuff. She's just really open in her... I guess her sexuality and in like her tactileness with Alice. At first she, I think she's uncomfortable, but then she's like, all right, well, whatever, I'm in Jamaica. Uh, whatever happens in Jamaica stays in Jamaica. And so they kind of have like a, eventually they develop like a bit of a friendship. And I liked the relationship. I thought they played off each other well, like the actors and stuff. So they meet and then Caro shows that she has like strong feelings for Wesley, but it's not necessarily like a relationship. And then it's just a bunch of stuff. And then Wesley's older brother is played by Craig Sheffer. That's Paul. And he kind of is running oh, the property or whatever they have there. So it's basically Alice trying to figure out what's wrong with Wesley. Carol explains to her that there's a voodoo type community in the area. And if she, if Alice tries to interfere with that, she'll get uh, recrimination from it. Jennifer Grey's character, Alice, starts seeing things like the spiders. And it's just a, a bunch of that. So it's like her seeing things. She goes to this Obeya type church and she's like dancing. Alice is and she's like getting into it. But then also it gets real scary. And part of me is like it just all these people are, are practicing these rituals and these practices. But it seems like it's really scary a lot of the time. 
everyone in the in the village is starting to like certain people are starting to see visions and then there's tim curry's character and he is a veterinarian and he has a cool place and they have like this little party there and he's kind of sleazy but he ends up being okay like for the most part i thought they were going to really take it further from what like how he was in the beginning tim curry was all like (laughs) and like hitting on everybody and then by the end he was like well alice is actually kind of nice can we like not kill her you know kind of thing because he's part of the bad guy stuff But he has all these cats that are just randomly in these little crates in his house, meowing. And why aren't they in a lab or something? It's just all this stuff building up and building up and people start dying and things like that. And so then eventually at the end, Caro is revealed to be behind all of it. So, and that actually kind of surprised me. I actually was taken a bit off guard with that. I wasn't expecting that because she was really all up in Alice's business, following her around and different things like that. So like there's one scene where Caro was, I guess, I guess she hooked up with this like big buffy meaty guy who I kind of liked. He was real quiet and like she answers the door and he wakes up in her treehouse, her open aired house, and he's got these deep scratches on his chest. And so it's implied, and she and Carol even goes along with it. She's like, yeah, that was from me. Like, sexually, I guess she clawed him. And she clawed him pretty bad. And I was like, dang, girl. And so she clawed him, and he didn't really remember, but he was just like, ow. Then you find out later, because she's part of it, she's part of these rituals and part of this obeya and stuff, that he was sent out as kind of like a zombie type thing to go do her bidding and kill these people. And those were scratches he got from killing those people because he got hurt doing that. But then the way he woke up next to her, he just assumed it was from sex. And he was like, okay. And then, I mean, he was still kind of irritated at it. But yeah, so it was like he, a lot of people were being played, uh, including, I believe, Wesley. His symptoms were part of the rituals. A lot of people were being put on these rituals. Alice was getting part of the rituals. So Carol's behind all this. So the reason she is, which part of me was like, why don't you just kill these people? It seems like a, of getting a lot of people involved because you end up in this gathering of people putting on this ritual to I guess take them over take over their bodies or whatever like zombie traditional the the real zombie it just seems like a whole lot when you could just kill them I guess it's more fun to have I don't know (laughs) anyway so Alice shows up at this ritual thing at night and Carol's like hey it's me doing it and Alice is like what so Paul Craig Schaffer's character who runs the compound or whatever he's not a very nice guy he's not nice to the native people who work there I think he's trying to keep his brother sick with the help of Tim Curry, who has some sort of thing that he got from like the cat's blood that can make you sick or something like that. So like eventually he's hoping that I guess either Wesley will die or sign over his portion of the property because they want to sell everything. Tim Curry and Paul want to sell the property and just take the money from that because they're sick of living there and all this stuff. Paul and Wesley's dad's property. So they just want to like fire everyone there. So he wants to like sell it. So I think Wesley owes, owns like 60% of the property or like something like that, the rights. So he's trying to like get that signed over so then he can have control because Wesley doesn't want to sell it. He's like, I can't believe you want to put all these people out of business or out of work. We've been here like most of our lives or on, you know, whatever. So Caro is seeking revenge against Wesley and Paul too because their father killed Caro's mother and rejected Caro as his daughter. So I guess like they were having an affair that had something to do with the paternity And then, so technically she's like their half-sister, so she should be getting the inheritance off some of this property and things like that too. So she wants the money, but isn't counted as a sibling, even though she is. Anyway, so she doesn't have the inheritance. So Caro tries to paralyze Alice and turn her into a zombie, um, but she only gets like partially paralyzed. And then uh, I think that JB guy comes back and Alice causes the plan to backfire because Caro thought she was paralyzed, but apparently it didn't work all the way. And so Caro is turned into a zombie instead. 
The big guy who was having the almost having the heart attack, that's actually the police chief. And he's kind of gross. Like he has the thing for Caro and he's always like kind of being gross about it. So then the way this movie ends was kind of disappointing. Like it got to the point with the rituals and it was still kind of a corny movie, but it had some decent effects and you know, it, it wasn't too bad. And then you get to the ending after Carol gets turned to a zombie. It was just like all falling down for me. So at the end, Paul dies, Tim Curry's character dies, a bunch of people die. And then it gets to the end, right? So somehow Alice and Wesley, I mean, they kind of were flirty, but nothing really ever happened between them. I mean, it was more of a working relationship in a way. So then they, at the end of the movie, her and the guy who was sick, who's fine now, who wanted to keep the property, for some reason now abandons Jamaica. They move back to the United States and they get married. I was like, no, first of all, she should have probably ended up with JB if she was going to end up with anyone. The guy who picked her up off the airplane or whatever, they seem to have a lot more in common. I want to say they were in Jamaica, but it says here on Wikipedia they abandoned Jamaica. So I don't know. They got married. And I was like, that's not, I know, that's not going to work. And then it shows the police chief, the big sweaty guy taking zombie Caro, like she's just kind of like still, and laying her in his bed in a wedding dress. So he's going to do whatever he's going to do to her, which I was like, okay, that's disappointing too. Even though, I mean, I know she was evil, but like, no. So that's how it ends. I guess Alice is going back to the States. I thought she stayed there, but maybe not. By the end, I was like, okay, let's wrap it up. It just doesn't matter. It's fine. This movie's fine. It just really kind of falls apart at the end, like when they wrapped it up as if it's supposed to be like a happy ending. And I was like, that's not a happy ending. Like I said, they had some decent like effects and gore. Some of the story wasn't too bad. The scenery was beautiful. Like where they shot it was nice. And some of the acting was okay. But it was, I mean, it was all right. Uh, And then apparently like I didn't see this because I streamed it. But in the post credits are also bloopers of the Crypt Keepers intro as the credits. That is Tales from the Crypt Presents Ritual from 2002. And that's it. That's the last movie of the Tales from the Crypt reviews to do. So yeah, thank you all so much for downloading and listening to this review. If you want to leave a five-star review, you can do so on Podcast Republic, Apple Podcast, and I believe Spotify now is doing that. I think you can leave me five stars on Spotify. So hey, if you're on there, just go ahead and pop over and onto Spotify and hit that five-star button. You don't even have to leave a comment if you don't want to. But if you do, I can read it on the podcast. And you can also follow me on Facebook. You can follow the Good Evening Kitties podcast on Twitter at GEK Podcast or at GEC Podcast. You can follow Gus the Podcat on his Instagram page at a sweet cat named Gus. And again, thank you all so much for listening. And yeah, have a good one. Bye. I thought my heart.